My Hockey Hero is proudly supported by eBay Canada. My name is Dean. Ever since I was a kid, I collected hockey cards with spare change my dad gave me. As a black person, to see others like me on the ice inspired me. I didn't see myself as a black hockey player. I saw myself as a hockey player. They were my role models and showed me hockey is a game for everyone. When you're on a hockey card, it's, it's pretty cool. I've collected 100 rookie cards for NHL's black and biracial players, and I'm going to talk to all of them so you can learn their stories. Kendall McCardo was born in Toronto, Ontario in 1987. After starting out in the Western Hockey League, he played for the Florida Panthers and the Winnipeg Jets. You know, the ability to reach the NHL um, obviously was a dream of mine. And, and so having your own rookie card is, is kind of the culmination of years and years of hard work. In this episode, I'm speaking to Kendall McCardo. Kendall is actually not a card collector and hasn't really kept much memorabilia from his playing days. However, that's quite in contrast to the fact that he's won a gold medal for Team Canada Junior and also a Memorial Cup with Vancouver Giants of the Western Hockey League. His pro career lasted from 2006 to 2013. He also had a love for finance and did his chartered financial examinations soon after his playing career. And he now leads and runs a venture capital fund, which helps teams work together and tackle problems. So let's meet the man from the card. The hockey card says uh, Toronto as the place where I was born, which is true, but I moved up to Vancouver when I was four years old. Kendall grew up in Vancouver, British Columbia, and was passionate about skating from a young age. My first intro to hockey, um, or even just skating, I was... So I moved to Vancouver when I was four, but I probably didn't get on the ice until I was six years old. So that's kind of a little bit later than the first time um, I laced them up. I do remember going to a public skate at Britannia and remember this as if it was yesterday kind of thing, for sure. Um, and I wouldn't leave until I could cross the blue line. I was out there for hours and I, I just, I could see everyone else being able to do it on their own and I needed to be able to go across the blue line without holding on to anything. So it's my first time on the ice, I was able to cross from one end to the other. And um, probably a little bit of correlation with sort of how my career and um, playing hockey progressed, which is that always considered by myself a hard worker determined. Um, I was very determined the first time. Kendall's skills and abilities benefited from him trying many sports. I played anything that I could, uh, to be honest. Uh, was a very active kid, and so I just needed to get that energy out. I, I kind of gravitated towards contact sports, so uh, I played lacrosse, played, uh, played community football as well. Um, actually had to choose between hockey and football and it wasn't an easy choice at the time actually so I went to uh, a Catholic private school just to play um, football after a couple of years and, and when I was drafted by the Montreal Warriors I kind of had to choose one way 
or the other. I think it's just an enjoyable of like playing a game and, and being competitive. And so it didn't really matter what I was doing, uh, you know, as long as I enjoyed the game and athletic, whether or not that helped me in hockey one way or the other, I'm not 100% sure, but I think to be a well-rounded human and, and also to enjoy, um, you shouldn't have any restraints. Living in a major city, Kendall grew up surrounded by diversity of all kinds. Vancouver's always been a very multicultural city, right? And and East Vancouver was as well. There there wasn't a huge black community though, like in comparison to Toronto. Like that is definitely something as a percentage. It's just it isn't as large out here. But there's obviously a, um, a large Indo-Canadian community, a large Asian community, um, and so I've always grown up in a very multicultural environments, whether that be in playing different sports or going to school, right? It's always been a multicultural environment where there wasn't a lot of homogenous, I would say. Um, and and I think that is great. I, I think that's what makes Vancouver a pretty special place. My early hockey experience of, of growing up as a black kid playing hockey in Vancouver, there was definitely times where I, I, I had incidences, I would say, or had incidents. They were few and far between, though. I uh, may not have handled them all, all the greatest. I kind of took maybe a little bit more of an aggressive approach in how I handled those at the time, even as a kid. Um, they tended, but the, the, the one thing is they tended not to happen again. Um, when I did, so I had, I, I definitely had a chip, I would say, on my shoulder, which is, um, since hopefully, uh, isn't as deep, but, um, that chip, I think, helped me as well a little bit and, and sort of maybe there's times where I ignored it or, or I didn't really, wasn't aware. When Kendall was young, hockey was still an expensive sport. Bigger divide for me was probably like just economic, right? Like I, Hockey is a very privileged activity. Um, it's more so now, but it even was when I was a kid. And so come from a single parent family and and learned very quickly that that was probably the thing that I wasn't um, the same, right? It's like the higher you are within the sport of hockey, the more you realize how privileged it is to be there. And, um, you know, a lot of people were putting out a lot of capital every year to play and to travel and, and we were quite literally scrounging everything we could um, to play. And I know that that's typical of, of sort of, or more typical, I would say, of different cultural backgrounds in this country. Um, so whichever cultural background you come from. But uh, I would say that that is definitely something that I experienced and, and was more aware of. In 2002, Kendall was drafted to the Moose Jaw Warriors in the WHL. This league taught him lessons that would keep him on the path to professional hockey. And so it was like a massive jump for me where now, okay, it's professional coaches that this is their full-time job. They, you know, like they're there to help the players. They're there obviously to help young people to grow, but they also have their own full-time careers on the line, right? They have aspirations, right? Like, so this isn't just for hunting fun and games anymore, like there's some professionalism to it. Um, I don't think there's probably a better league to kind of help you to prepare for uh, pro hockey because the amount of travel you have to do, the games you have to do all 
of that kind of thing. And it's kind of weird when you watch the kids now and how young they actually are to do that transition. But um, it's something that uh, yeah, I had, a, I had a positive experience with. Again, this is why I can speak quite fondly of my junior careers because I had the opportunity to play on some great teams, play with some great players, and win. Kendall then won a gold medal with Team Canada at the World Junior Championships in 2007 and the Memorial Cup with the Vancouver Giants as CHL champions in the same year. It's hard to find, and it's actually very, very hard as you're older in real life to find that experience where you're a tight-knit group of individuals all striving to work in one single thing and you're able to accomplish it over a year of hard work and sweat and blood and tears, right? So this catapulted him to the NHL. So you go from playing uh, Team Canada, World Juniors, then you also win the Memorial Cup, and then my next year was my first pro year of hockey, and so ended up in Rochester. So, you know, I thought I was going to have to spend some time in the A, to be quite honest. I didn't think, you know, that would be the majority of my career. Obviously, when you're drafted in the first round, you know, you want to have a lengthy NHL career. Uh, and so went to Rochester, played, I think, like eight games or something, ended up uh, getting in a fight and breaking my jaw, and then was kind of out for like the majority of that year. So that was a tough kind of rookie year. But then ended up playing my first NHL game, I think, the year after. And that was uh, the call up uh, to Washington. So again, like, you know, there's some things that you'll never forget, but having that call first time and you know, it's one thing to go through camp and training camp and rookie camps and you do it over and over and over again and you're kind of wondering when is the time you're going to be able to do it and when you're drafted 18 and you're kind of waiting four or five, six years. It, it, it's, uh, um, but yeah, it was a crazy, surreal experience for me to be kind of called up to Washington and or sorry, with Florida, but in Washington and playing against Ovechkin my first game and I think I got rocked by him pretty bad that game too. So, you know, kind of a welcome to the NHL experience. Yeah, and, and then uh, so, so my second year kind of up in town, um, the, kind of the majority of my AHL career kind of up, down and around, but um, ended up uh, making uh, the team out of camp um, probably the next year. If you're enjoying My Hockey Hero and thinking about starting your own hockey card collection, I'd suggest you start with eBay. eBay is all about connecting communities and fueling passions. Because of its thriving card collector community, I was able to make my dream come true by collecting the rookie cards of the NHL's black and biracial players. Start your own collection at ebay.ca slash hockey cards. His first game was a last minute call-up. So it was a blur for Kendall. Yeah, you know, it was so last minute um, that I wasn't in, and, and like there are some regrets. One of my regrets is that uh, I don't think my mom ever watched me play an NHL game in person, you know, and um, uh, it was just, you know, a super last minute thing and here we go and um, I'm going to play, right? Um, so the experience of that and sort of the family and friends, I. I didn't really get that one and I had 
I had one chance in Vancouver and it was healthy scratch. Unfortunately, that 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 kind of game, but that's sort of the you know that's what hockey is at times. It's highs and lows, um, but you know there's obviously you know you're just continuously on the phone talking to people, you know talking with your mom, talking with family members about before and after. Here here is a story to put home my. A lack of affinity for memorabilia because this is one I wish I had. Um, playing in Florida against the Leafs, hockey night in Canada. You know, outside we're at home. We end up. Uh, I end up uh, getting a pass from Campbell and and somehow finding the net. You know, it's like halfway in the net or something. But uh, against uh, you know Leafsin or the Monster after that game. Uh, you know, do the hockey night in Canada interview, which was obviously a surreal experience and something that you think about. Don't have the hockey night in Canada towel to this day, so I I am not keep or it got lost. I don't know my trainer or something didn't did didn't keep it after. So I kind of wish I had that one because was able to do kind of all in one right, score the first NHL goal, hockey night in Canada, um, and be interviewed too. Kendall then played in the AHL, ECHL, and in Sweden. A highlight of, of, of the career is I really, really enjoy winning. I, I wish we, I was able to win more in professional hockey because just was always on teams and we just weren't able to put it all together the exact same way. So long playoff runs and that's what you, you talk to any hockey player that's played at any level of significance like those long playoff runs and that's the most enjoyable time right and so was able to do that in sweden the last year actually and and had a blast right like uh playing in the championship there in the elfenskin and um was a fantastic experience because we ended up actually not winning and um but even just that long playoff run of of being with those players was enjoyable. You know, being able to travel around really the world to see new places, to do it with a group of individuals, again, that all have that common hunger and desire to meet an objective. Like, like, like those are some lifelong lessons which um, I hold great affinity uh, for. In 2013, Kendall began life after hockey. And a whole new chapter. Even if you have a thousand game career, you know, you're kind of late thirties and you're done and there's a long life ahead of you. Right. And when you're in your teens and early twenties, that seems so long away, but now somebody in my mid thirties, I'm like, all right, you know, I'm not that old, but um, in hockey terms, it's ancient quite quickly. And so kind of went from playing games in the NHL the year before to not having a job had too many games playing the NHL. So I was in this weird predicament where it's kind of a, you know, I played a veteran type player professionally, but didn't have a home. And um, really quickly had to realize that, you know, there is life after hockey that I need, need to be prepared for. I've always been a little bit, you know, kind of on the intellectual side when it comes to finance and investing. Uh, I ended up uh, deciding uh, to do my chartered financial analyst exams while playing that year. And, and so 
there's a couple other guys that, that I know that have done kind of the same thing, but had the experience of like not having a job to really kick me into gear with like what would be my plan after hockey. And then uh, pretty quickly thereafter, so kind of two years thereafter, way quicker than I would have thought I transitioned out of the game because I had an opportunity, an opportunity to join an asset management firm and now uh, help run a venture capital fund as well. So with that firm, we invest in early stage private companies. I spend a lot of my time on Zoom talking about that more than I talk about hockey and I get to help teams. I get to help teams grow. And so, you know, these early stage technology companies that are trying to go from a product that's got early revenue traction and they're trying to make it the next hundred million dollar company, you know, um, and, and I quite enjoy it. I, I, I quite enjoy the process of entrepreneurship, value creation, kind of creating something out of nothing. But to do so in a team environment where it takes multiple people pushing in the same direction to meet a common objective. Hockey taught Kendall many valuable life lessons. You take for granted, or maybe I just didn't really know, and you hear it all the time about teamwork and that's important in the business world and blah, blah, blah. But like, until you see it, like not everyone's had the experiences of going through like real adversity or going through and injury personally that's going to set you back half a year and you got to grind and claw yourself the way back. I think another thing is like the one thing that professional sports does bring to you is it's a performance orientated. There's no, you know, there's, there's nothing else that's going to keep you there. Right. Like every day there's a hundred different statistics that tell you how did you do that game? How did you do that shift? Right. And so those constant feedback loops, uh, you know, you don't get necessarily uh, in in the real world. But I think the one thing that, that it also teaches you is that how to be a high performer. And I get to help teams as well, right? Because there is a lot of an, analogies. I'm not somebody that likes to use a ton of cliches in terms of all the different ways in which wars or sports translates over into the business world. But there are... There are a couple commonalities, and I think, um, uh, you know, how to build high-performance teams that have leadership and capable leadership is definitely one of them. So what advice does Kendall have for us? The number one thing I talked about before is to be true to yourself, right? I think anytime you have some of the negativity around the game, whether that be overtraining or whether that be hazing incidents or whether that be different things that relates around um, discrimination or diversity, right? Like don't be afraid to be true to who you are. I think confidence and being true to yourself will take you a long way and you'll develop a good group of individuals, right? Like that embrace the team aspect and embrace the team. I definitely love the team first approach and that, you know, you're an individual con- contributor to a team, an organization, or that's trying to accomplish. Because once you experience that about doing something with a team versus individually, you know, there's no turning away from that. The other thing is, is you know, it's a super, super cliche, but 
being dedicated to the craft, which is just love improvement and love bringing that growth mindset into everything you do. So because you could be a absolute phenom when you are younger, but if you don't reach adversity at any time, it's going to be very hard for you to deal with it when you do. And likewise, if you are somebody that's, you know, grinding and clawing and scratching, just know it's going to pay off in some way or another. It may not always be obvious, but I really do believe in that growth mindset and sort of what you can be able to accomplish in hockey, but also after hockey too. We're proud to be working with Hockey Equality. Hockey Equality is on a mission to create diversity at all levels of the game of hockey. By lowering financial barriers for BIPOC female and other equity deserving youth hockey players. If you've been moved by the story shared on this podcast and want to help make hockey accessible to all, check out hockeyequality.org. If you've enjoyed this podcast but would like to dive deeper, then check out our extended version of this interview at Recognize Black Hockey Heroes of the NHL. You can click on the link in the show notes or find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can see the cards of the players in my collection at blackhockeycards.com. This has been a Podstarter production. production.